Are you asking yourself the important questions? What kind of growth are you chasing? Can you repackage fear as incentive? Where does what you know end and who you are begin? If you're ready to take a deep dive into introspective mechanics, welcome to the Inspire Here podcast, where two boss women have open organic conversation on all things philosophy, self-improvement, and evolution. Get aligned with your core values, discover your vision, and elevate your essence to the very next level. Here are your hosts, Queen Bedra and Shivali Patel. Welcome to Inspire Here. You are with Queen Benjarat and Shivali Patel. And this is the show where we really talk about all things evolution. If you are somebody who wants to constantly improve every day, then you are in the right spot. We have a very interesting topic to discuss today. As usual, we always center all of our episodes around a specific topic, and today's is imposter syndrome. The imposter phenomenon was started in 1978 by two women psychologists, and it was a study that was based on high-achieving women, women who had all the academic and professional accomplishments to really back them up, but still felt like they weren't intellectually bright enough to actually have achieved those things. While it started out as a primarily woman-based or woman-centric idea, I feel that today this is something that really a lot of people experience. There are psychologists that I've read about, even though it doesn't fall in the DSM, it still is something that leads to very real issues. So anxiety, depression, and whatnot. Do you feel like this is something that you relate to, you felt like a fraud before or that you don't belong. There's some sort of stigma that you're experiencing and that's why you feel out of place. Maybe you are having difficulty accepting your successes or feeling that self-doubt. Then this is really that episode that's for you. And I hope that you can be a part of this conversation. If you are watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comment section, is this something that you feel like you've battled with? How exactly are you coping with it? I think there's several versions of how you can experience imposter syndrome. You have perfectionism, so you feel like you need to achieve something to a perfect state before you can put it out. And that's because you have these really high goals set for yourself, you're worried about not achieving them. If you feel like you maybe have difficulty delegating, you feel like you need to do it yourself, it has to be perfect, then this might be for you. But if you are somebody who considers yourself to feel out of place, and this is something that I myself have experienced, feeling like you don't necessarily belong. I work in a very male-dominated space. I also work with people who make a lot more money than me. Can I actually have a conversation with this person? Am I worthy of having a conversation with this person? So that is something I've dealt with. I understand what you might be feeling. There's also the version that's a natural genius. Maybe you are somebody who feels like they need to get it right the first time. You have a fear of failure. You would be able to fall into this as well, into the imposter syndrome. That's something you're experiencing because you don't necessarily want to try something new. You are placing limiting beliefs on yourself because you don't have the capability to believe in what you could actually achieve if you got past that fear. Another two sets, you have the person who wants to do it all by themselves. And, and I've been guilty of this as well. Just do things completely on your own to feel worthy of achieving them. And then, of course, the expert where you want to know the most in the room in order to 
actually have that self-confidence or self-assurance for yourself. So Queen, in your mind, do you know somebody who's experienced one of these versions of imposter syndrome or do you personally have experiences of it? I gotta admit that back in the day, let's say maybe four and five years ago, I was in a position that management at least 20 employees under my wings that was a big responsibility and then I wanted everything to be as perfect as possible so I fell into the first category I tried so hard for the team to create something that it has to be perfect and what happened is that the relationship between me and the team wouldn't go so well as well because first of all when you have the perfect image of how things should be then you don't really having the growth mindset and willing to be more open to Mm -hmm. suggestion or some changes. So I oftentimes face challenges when I try to make things too perfect. And then it happened again two years ago when I first walked into beauty queen and entertainment business industry. I was trying to make a video, vlogs, music videos, homemade many times, and I watched them over and over again. I didn't like it because the light setting is not nice, the voice quality, my face, my expression, my one gestures. So then I'm afraid to show that to the others. Just a little tip. I know that we're going to move forward with this. A little tip for me, how I overcome it, is that just do it. It's very simple. No expectation. Just do it. And then you see the feedback as a way to develop and grow yourself. I want to comment two things on this. One, I remember competing with you last year at Miss mm-hmm. Supernational and Tato and I were having a conversation mm-hmm. about you going live because you went live on your socials quite often. Yeah, you would always be in conversations with your fans. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, look at her self-confidence. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I had gone live myself a few times but it was more so out of necessity than it was oh I'm gonna go do this it's always fun I will say that it's always fun placing myself out there talking to people that truly love and support you that you maybe haven't met but it's still a nerve-wracking thing because you want it to be perfect for both of us to look at you and feel inspired from you draw inspiration from you was a very impactful thing for us on top of that now that I've listened to you kind of talk about your experience of it I will say that That's also another thing that I am very mindful of. I have to do a lot of videos for work. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I get caught up in all the details of how I look or maybe I stuttered a little bit saying, ah, which I've done plenty of times on this right now is something that I kind of had to work on to evolve with and be okay with. I'm still not completely there if I'm being truly honest. For me too, I have that in the back of my head because English is not my first language. And then with you, when you're in state and on the first episode, the few first episode, it's like us getting to know each other and tuning in, right? So how I see is that, okay, if I was my own self and having this perfectionism, then I would not be open up to what I could gain from having this work with you. But then when I look from the other perspective of, hey, this is a nice opportunity. Instead of you have to pay for the courses that learning English by an English teacher in Thailand or online whatsoever. But now I get to discuss what I'm really interested in with you. 
and then I get to learn the language by the process of it. So I think many people would be able to relate it to it because it's not just about your work, but also a simple conversation with your friends. You could always learn so much if you actually open up. That's a really good way to put it. Perspective is a lens. Perspective <laughs> yeah. is a choice, something we talked about before. Recognizing it as opportunity to grow or to do things that you otherwise wouldn't. Finding new feelings and discovering a new identity for yourself in the process. I think if you were somebody who's worried about under-delivering on work performance or taking on limited responsibilities because you feel like it's not for you or you can't, right? Or attributing your success to outside factors, avoiding that promotion just feeling a pressure to achieve or do things perfectly, then that's okay. You're not alone. As Queen and I both kind of discussed, something that both of us have experienced and a lot of infamous people as well talk about it openly. Mm. So just recognizing that it's okay to feel it that way, but also reframing those thoughts is so important. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because like self-talk, you can do mm. so much worse with self-talk. Anyone could say anything to you if you don't believe it, because period, you don't believe it. But self-talk has such power, and the narrative that you talk to yourself is supposed to be a positive one, cheerful one. And you have to give yourself the belief system that you're able to achieve anything you want. There may be some setback, but that's the natural of life. One of my friends was sharing with me the other weeks, that he has been diagnosed with imposter syndrome by a therapist in Thailand. And he said that his mental health has been like sabotage and destroy because of himself, basically. Um, he has his big goals and he wanna achieve everything within short period of time. And then when there are some situation that um, give you a little setback, he cannot handle it well and you know, when you have some emotion or some mental situations that you're going on, it actually slowed down with uh, your physical health as well. So he ended up admitted in the hospital for a week. It's oh, my goodness. From what he learned and what his therapist suggested him is to slowly unlock that. Basically, the little thing when he has his goals, he just have to do his best make peace with himself that okay today for 24 hours this is the best that I could do I appreciate myself and I have achieved my today goal I leave it for now I go to sleep I have my nice dinner relax it's work-life balance right and then mm -hmm. the next day you can continue your clock again in a more healthy way so it's important to practice yourself it's like with the habits that we talk in the other episodes, especially if you're able to focus on how to maintain and create your positive habits. Because in the long run, it will help you to achieve all your goals, um, lead to, to where you want it to be in the future. So take one step at a time. Don't harm yourself, guys. And I have experienced hearing some of my loved ones say, oh, I'm so stupid, or having friends say, I did terrible on that presentation. I don't know what was coming out of my mouth. Just botching their self-esteem. I think when you recognize those statements, you should not just try to flip the script. I talk about that all the time. I mean, in my books as well. Reframing the way that you are saying things to yourself instead of I'm so stupid I'm so human it's okay to to mess up and 
it's not even really a mess up. It's always just a lesson, right? You can do things better or it's experience. And that's what those things are. It's not um, stupidity. It's a lesson or an experience Mm. just packaged differently. Not just reframing your perspective, but also creating dissonance, working to create dissonance between what you believe about yourself and what is actually true. Because what is actually true is we're all just trying our best. And it's taking back that control, understanding those triggers, taking back that control by normalizing those imposter feelings and challenging them. Even in the the second version of what I mentioned imposter syndrome to be, where you have sort of that feeling of feeling out of place. Don't look at it as feeling out of place. Think of it as breaking stigma, breaking boundaries. Take pride in breaking those boundaries. If you are the first woman in a space in a male-dominated area, think, I'm the first woman in that space to do something. Or maybe there's not as many women in the space, or maybe you are making less. This is the universe telling me that I'm next. I'm going to be the next person making that much money. And that's why I was put into contact with this person. Really changing your thoughts in a way that is not only beneficial to you, but can also essentially end up elevating the essence of those people that are really around you. Lifting by simply being that positive source of energy that dispels into the world yeah since we touch a little bit on the positive talk one tips that i would give many of you is to continue daily if possible take time to practice positive affirmations because that's also help with boosting your confidence and appreciate what you have and then set the little goals each day so then when you achieve them, because sometimes when you look at the big pictures, right, you want to achieve and become on the front page of the magazine, on the news and so on. It's possible to do that, but it's take time to do so. But then if you have only the bigger pictures and you don't have things along the way, right, if you're able to send an email of your portfolio representing yourself, you make a tick and celebrate about it that you are on the journey of becoming where you want it to be instead of, oh, I have done all of this. Why didn't I get the response back from the company yet? Why the media doesn't want me on the cover yet? Instead of thinking so, you can see the little process that you're actually doing because that means a lot. If you don't do any of this, it wouldn't lead you to where you want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important to acknowledge that all the little things that you do every day matters because it will then show later yes it's recognizing and acknowledging Mm -hmm. your little wins Mm -hmm. but also it's about focusing on your strong suits Mm -hmm. not everybody's meant to be great at everything we've talked about that here before it's focusing on the things that really help you stand and step into your identity counteracting those feelings of fear Mm -hmm. And being able to distinguish them from feelings of humility. If you feel like something's new to you and you're a little bit fearful of it, is it fear or is it humility? Walking away from situations that make you feel less than, but also embracing things that will open you up to opportunity. Mm -hmm. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself grace. It's okay to speak to yourself lovingly the way that you speak to others. It's so weird. I don't know why that's a thing. You are the only person that spends every living second with yourself. And yet it is 
so difficult to be nice to yourself the way you are to others. You can wear your heart on your sleeve, love endlessly, infinitely, with no bounds. But then when it comes to yourself, you are such a harsh critic. It's just embracing who you are and, and stepping above self-doubt. Yes, and always remember that no one is perfect. To yes. be perfect, you are limiting yourself in a box. So you have to step out of your comfort zone and try new things. And it's very important to do journaling, practice mindfulness, listening to things that are uplifting you. Because to get to some syndrome, it has to be repetition. You better practice how to avoid going in this direction, but develop yourself and see what else could do but if you're already there one of my friends that has it and already diagnosed then he work closely with therapists or those who have some expertise and could lead you to a better stage of your mind and of your health so work that on yourself and always remember never blame yourself though so we make mistakes now and then we might not get what we want in life right away but now this is i'll touch a little bit of spiritual how i see the word is sometimes when we don't get things the way we want, we might have the goals that we set for the past 10 years, but then we didn't get it. All of a sudden, we open up our heart and there's a new opportunities arrive in our life. And then we take this opportunity and let's say five years forward, it's even better um, return in your health, in your financials, and it's make you happier even. So at universe would always give the best to you anyway anyhow it's just a matter of fact if you are ready to accept it or not I mean now that you're saying that I have a situation where every single year I was trying for this goal I had in mind and I would mm -hmm. fall just a little bit short every time I was so distraught with the universe and almost blame the universe like why can't I have it I'm working so hard for it and it just at some point after a couple of years time of reflecting and being okay with it there's other plans for me it just wasn't for me at that time I actually did end up achieving that goal but it wasn't for me at that time I just wasn't ready to receive what I had asked for I was able to receive it at a time where I was profoundly different person and so being able to be okay with failure is, yes, part of imposter syndrome, where if you feel like you are fearful of failing or looking stupid or challenged or just being in a place that's outside of your box, then don't take the mentality that it's the end-all be-all. You can come back from that. You can have something better if you just allow yourself to embrace new opportunities. And what you said is true. It's also important to talk to somebody. So talk to an expert, talk to a friend, talk mm -hmm. to somebody. If you are feeling those things, don't stay silent. And there is a crazy statistic that somewhere between 10 to like 85% of people experience imposter syndrome. And that's a very wide statistic. I think I read it on the internet. Maybe everybody's experiencing it. Maybe nobody's experiencing it, right? <laughs> but it's such a wide pool that it makes me wonder if everybody at some point in their life experiences it. So don't sit in silence with it. Talking to somebody might be the thing that helps you re realize you're not alone, that everybody's dealing with it in some form, in some way. And it'll remind you 
just how big the picture really is. So is there anything that you want to add for this episode while we wrap things up here? Just a little bit of like um, reminder, as we already said, just try your best. And this is one of the things that I remind myself and I don't forget. And the other as well is do the best every day as it's your last day. So then you would uh, not complain, you would not um, have the discomfort when you don't get to where you are because you try your best. So that's why it's very important. Be in the present, do your best, and then all the things that you do will lead to where you want it to be in life for sure because you have plan and you're just doing according to plan. And enjoy your, your steps along the way. That's how life should be experiencing. And if you end up taking a look at your day as it potentially being your last day, don't put pressure on it. It's more so about reminding yourself where your values and your priorities really lie, of what's important and of significance to you, remembering the things that you're grateful for. Feeling those emotions of gratitude can alter the way that you live because it's not a competition. It's not a competition. It's just you living and experiencing the world for what it is. With that, we wrap this episode up. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to hit like, subscribe, give us a follow. Stay tuned for the next episode of Inspire Here. You've been listening to Inspire Here. Our passion is to have open, organic, real and raw conversations on everything from philosophy, self-improvement, to evolution, helping you to take a deep dive into your introspective mechanics. We hope you've enjoyed the show and we hope you've gotten something from it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Inspire Here. Take care and we'll see you next time on Inspire Here.